Welcome back to another adventure on Pseudonym Solo Adventures. Today we are going to be playing through the Library of Sorrows, which is an adventure set within the world of Wraith Shattered Realities. A little bit about this world. The world of Vithras was destroyed by a dragon god gone mad, but the apocalypse was not the end. Chosen by mysterious entities, the halfling adventurer Marisha Veilbreaker was granted the power to reforge the world before it shifted to the alternative reality of Braith. This was the birth of Ashandri, a reborn world that is only four years old as your adventures begin. You get to explore a patchwork world of 11 different regions or go beyond their are 18 new player races and sub-races, different organizations. It is a fascinating world. It's a high fantasy system filled to the brim with possibilities. The world islands of Wraith consist of lands stitched together after apocalyptic disasters. That means you can travel from lush forests into harsh ice desert or Arabian Nights inspired subsetting simply by crossing the border between two regions. Just lots of possibilities, lots of fun. I've played a couple of games in this system and enjoyed every single one of them, and I am excited to run a game of my own. We're going to start with a group of three adventurers on the road to Blackleft. Go around, introduce who you are as a person, a little bit about you, if you feel comfortable sharing, and then introduce your character. Hi, my name is Tenzin, pronouns are they, them. I have been in the TTRPG uh, scene for uh, over two years now and have been enjoying it quite a lot. You can find me on uh, Ballad of the Seven Dice playing a character in a Cthulhu campaign, and the, there's two campaigns side by side, called Escaping Carcosa. And I'm also in a D&D 5e AP as well, streamed on Twitch by Matihi. So think of it like the spelling mate, and then more ease in the he part, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I will be playing a half-elf, half-human monk. I've never played a monk before, so this should be a interesting scurrying about, wait, what What does this do, what does that do kind of uh, experience. His name is Pasang. I decided to give him a Tibetan name because I'm Tibetan. And uh, he's just this like 40-something-year-old guy, you know, uh, a little too serious, unfortunately, for his own good. I mean, why not have like a sense of humor in an apocalypse, right? But uh, he's one of those gloomy guys. <laughs> but, you know, it, not, not mean. He's nice, I would say. He's got, uh, you know, short black hair, got a scar um, on his face uh, near the right eyebrow. Easy to get scars in the apocalypse, for sure. Lots of dangers around every corner. And uh, he's about, like, 5'11", has some uh, 5 o'clock shadow thing going on, and his eyes are always looking tired. Very tired Asian man. And who all is traveling with him? Whoever wants to go next. My name is MJ. I also use they, them pronouns. Uh, this will be my first experience with any kind of actual play, podcast, streaming, etc. So nobody it's has a heard my name slope. before. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm already in another one. So, so my character is also a monk, a half-elf. They are 
kind of medium height, 5'8", late 20s, pretty stout build, um, black hair, green eyes, fairly simple clothes, big traveler, you know, like to explore places and meet new people and find new things and are, are very interested in learning about people other than themselves and helping people other than themselves. And so I kind of really keyed off of the monk path, which is the way of the elephant, um, which is specific to to the setting that was very much about um, like community enrichment and helping out your community and stuff like that. So I kind of keyed off of that. And so essentially they've just been wandering around, kind of trying to partially get into some good trouble um, and help some people out. And also at the same time, you know, learn about the world that they find themselves in and, and meet new people and try and have new experiences and uh, have kind of fallen in with this crowd as they've sort of come to similar purposes, I guess. And what was their character's name? Their name is Iliona, sorry. I do enjoy that we have a grumpy old monk and then an enthusiastic younger monk traveling together. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple of half-elf monks, and then there's me. There is you. So who are you? Hello! I am Emily, better known across the internet as As Was Foretold, formerly of the Lawful Great Adventures podcast. Now I will be involved in Game Woven. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Seriously do. <laughs> Today I will be playing Lysandra Eliana Nalaren Quintus Sway, who is a high elf vaudevillian bard. Also, I am she they, so we've got a lot of they's here. <laughs> and she is loud, especially for an elf, very enthusiastic, long white hair with bright fiery red at the roots. There are earrings all the way down the ears. There's little bells on the tips of the ears on the earrings that do a nice little light tinkling sound when they move. If they're not moving with care. They, she has a pretty high dex, so it could still sneak up on you. For instruments, she has a pretty unique cello-violin hybrid that was magically built onto a pole of collapsing that she stole. So that's fun. Very much attached to friends or anyone considered friends and has definitely um, not sat well with people along the way always. But any anyone looking for, for a fun time, here I am. We almost have all personality spectrums of typical <laughs> D&D characters, except for not, and it's great. Yeah, we're, we're missing a brash fighter for that one. Yeah, no, we just have two monks and the bard. It'll be fine. We've got this. It'll be fine. Two monks and a bard walk into a library. <laughs> How does that joke go? Well, we're about to find out because we play the Library of Sorrows, which is a game in the Braith Shatter Realities collection. Very fun role to play in, I have to say. And these characters have been traveling together for the past couple of weeks, couple of months. I'm not sure if we decided exactly how long the three of you have been traveling together. Traveling through this post-apocalyptic world? Just seeing what there is to see. 
Just vibing. Either out of genuine curiosity or because you literally have nothing better to do and haven't found where you want to retire yet. Retire? I'm a spry young 169 years old. I was more looking at the grumpy old monk. <laughs> I just realized it's like, yes, he looks uh, he looks 40s, but he's definitely older than that. That's what I forgot to mention. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, half elf, you're probably older than 40. Yeah, Either yeah, that yeah. or you just did not age gracefully. Yeah. Oh, God. Good God, yeah. And if you look 40, then you're probably like 80, 90-ish. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> so you're still not the oldest person in the group. Somehow. But, you know, definitely worn by uh, time and, and still. Yeah, you didn't have the best apocalypse, but things are getting a little bit better. You still just kind of want to retire, though. Yeah, um, definitely uh, lost a, a loved one or two. That can definitely um, fuck someone up for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's not something you just get over. That's something no. that kind of hangs around for a bit. Emily, why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, I just can't get over you. didn't have the best apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, my apocalypse was on the on the worse end of the spectrum, I guess. I, I mean, this was, it wasn't the best apocalypse, <laughs> no. but it wasn't the worst either. It was just kind of there. kind of happened. <laughs> Roughly a five, five and a half. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> this is going to be great. So, you've been traveling for a bit, been on an adventure or two, and the road you have been following runs alongside a river that the currents are strong, not the best thing to travel in, down unless you have a boat, so you've been sticking to the road for now. As you go along, you start to see there are a handful of buildings lying in the shadow of two massive rocks. The ground below the rocks shows cracks and fissures as if something had thrown the rocks there. And right beside them, there's a lone ruin, a building that must have been beautiful once. Most of it was destroyed, but part of it still stands. And you have come to the village of Blackcleft. Which, pardon me, as I cannot remember the really long character name... Lysandra, how dare you? I've got the easily distracted brain. It's fine. <laughs> Lysandra, as you realize this is Black Cleft, you remember picking up rumors that a very famous bard disappeared around here some time ago. Does this famous bard have a name? Yes, they do. <laughs> That's a weird name. Frantic scrolling. I love the document that. document is not loading. <laughs> Frantic scrolling document's not loading. Wow, their name's almost as long as mine. So good. Frantic scrolling. That's a catchy name. Fran scroll. There. Oh, I love that. Load faster. Frantic at the disco. No. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Frantic at the disco, panic at the grocery store. Oh gosh, yeah. She was not only a famous musician, but also a composer by the name of Rasha Asante. People would travel for miles whenever 
someone gave a concert just using her music and it paid a fortune whenever it was her herself performing. But one day when she was performing in Black Clef, she just disappeared and strange things happen in this post-apocalypse sometimes and no one's been able to at least as far as you know piece together what happened she just stopped traveling so as we're walking along who here thinks they would be paying the most attention to see this when when we come around and, and notice these buildings who amongst us would know that this this is black left I guess roll history to see who'd be able to figure out what this town is. A 12. It's one of my best stats, and I rolled so low. I got a 10. I got a 12. In that case, Lysandra, you're the first one to figure it out because the two rocks... So as soon as I see it, I'm just probably hold out a hand. It's like, wait! Look. The two massive rocks that look like they were thrown there, overshadowing the village. They've been there for a long time, but one day there was an earthquake that kind of broke it into two. Makes it very distinctive. Yeah. The cleft. Yeah, that's how it, that's how the village got the name Black Cleft. Could it be? Is that is that it? Oh, somebody hold my hand. I I think we found it. Those, we could we, find we her. Found those big rocks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Are those the big rocks? rocks. No, these big rocks. Oh, these big rocks. It's it's just rocks. No, it's the cleft. It's the cleft. Black cleft. All right, and we're going here because why again? How, do do you not know the wonders that were Drasha Asanti? Gazuntite. Thank you. Your life would be changed had you heard her music. My goodness, how oh, my heart as well. I don't was listen to music. Her. This is not a good world. Oh, you don't. Oh. Not ever since I lost my wife and kid. Condolences. Is that why you always walk away when I start to practice? Well, I walk away because you're terrible at singing. <gasps> all, 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 all right, all right, all right. Sorry. All right. Taste is subjective. I'm okay. It's all right. It's all right. We're still friends. Sorry. We can still be friends. Obviously, there's some feelings being had. However... We're excited. One of us is excited. Therefore, I feel like all of us should be excited. We should go check this out. I, for one, want to hear whoever this Asante person is because I haven't heard them before. And I like doing things I've never done before. That's the spirit. Also, you need a place to stay the night. Maybe make a little money. Figure out what you're going to do next. So you... Make your way into this little town, which you can see on the map. There are buildings and shops on the side of the river that you're on, as well as a bridge that goes to the other side, which is where the 
building that you saw where half of it was destroyed is, as well as it looks like the rest of town proper. Greetings! I don't see anybody. You see people wandering around doing their business. Do you want a roll of perception or investigation? Oh wait, there they are. Now, now I see them. <laughs> you were looking at the wrong building. They were in the next building over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just one big wall. Man, a 13. We're off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the dice want to tell a story, and sometimes it's a specific story when you're level five. <laughs> True. I'll say with the 13, you do spot the building right next to the bridge that you used to get over the river. It appears to be an inn. Well, we could at least meet some people from the town there and maybe ask them what's going on and why they haven't been able to find this person. Ugh. Meeting people. Okay. Meeting people? Meeting people. Mm. Let's go meet some people. Don't worry. I'll do all the talking. Mm, thank you. Good. This dynamic is fantastic. I love it. So, you go into the inn, which is named the Bridge Inn. Very creative name. It's the end next to a bridge. The bridge in? The bridge in where? In here? Uh, seems like it. Nobody? Alright. It's a good thing I'm not a comedian. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's perfect. Don't you? <laughs> You find the way you are, darling. Grumbles, grumbles. So, Lysandra, how are you entering this inn? <laughs> I know the answer, but please describe it. What, what's the door situation <laughs> like? Is it just a, a standard, like, one door swings no, out, or... Door. Asking the important question. Do we got saloon doors here? I'll say there are two doors. Open in or out? You will have to fight out. Are you going to try and immediately bust in through the doors? I'm going to assume they're pull doors and go for both handles for a wide swing. Okay, high or low? Low. <laughs> because I'm risky like that. You go grab door handles, swing it open, and you are relieved that they do actually open out instead of being push doors, as they have been in the past. And and there's not a, a center bar in the middle, I hope. Uh, no, I that was a three, so you, oh. you get the good situation. <laughs> okay. So you immediately walking into a pole. Yeah, well, I, I, this is fine. Which has also happened before. You've learned how long you need to hesitate <laughs> to be able to figure out if there's a pole. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give a, a second for people to start to turn your direction when, with the force of the door swing. So yeah, just just pull both handles, swing the door open wide, and the cloak of billowing just flares out behind me. Cause I have a cloak of billowing. Cause of course you do. Give me a flat charisma check. Charisma. Person's like thinking in his head, Ooh, good doors opening. Good skills to have. 
That's an 18. Oh. Several people turn as you swing the door open dramatically. You get a nice little, like, smattering of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Don't worry. I'm here. <laughs> Come on in. They seem nice. The woman at the door said, We can certainly see that. So what brings you to our little town? Walking feet, mostly. I can see that as well. Good on you. So what can we get you? We're here about the missing uh, pop star. Bard? Yeah. Your name's not Bard. Missing Bard. No, oh, I thought you said Bud, as in Buddy. Oh, you are my Bud. Okay, that's okay. We were seeking some accommodation for the night, and this seems like a pretty, pretty nice place. You can tell this town doesn't get a whole lot of travelers. My name is Ingrith. I am the owner of this establishment. I can get you. We've got three guest rooms, which works out pretty well. Two copper pieces a night. Two coppers a pop. That sounds lovely. What do you have on special for drinks? Depends what you're looking for and how much you're paying. Give me an investigation check as you look behind the bar. You got whiskey? That's a 19. So apparently taverns are my thing. Who to thunk? Right? I, I do have the personality trait of people can't... Ha- of, oh, what is it? Because I rolled for my personality. Yeah. People can't resist buying you drinks. It's it's literally just that people people can't not buy me. Can't, it's impossible to resist buying me a drink. A lot of interesting things happened after the apocalypse, and that was one of them. And you haven't questioned it. Alcohol. <laughs> no, people not being able to resist buying you drinks. Oh, man. Of course not. Look at me. I'm fabulous. With the 19, you look behind the bar and immediately, like, you spot... The best whiskey that they have, which wouldn't be top shelf other places, but still, it's a solid, like, it's a good whiskey. As well as you immediately cloth the other finer drinks that they have. Which, fine is relative, but they've got some good stuff. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that, that, that one would do. Do you have any fruit juices? Ah, that's a good question. We don't get asked for that a lot. I'll go check in the back real quick. And she steps back through this little door into what you would assume would be a kitchen. And what are the other two doing? I'll walk in behind Lysandra and immediately kind of veer off to the right and just start walking around, getting into people's business, like literally walking up to somebody else's table. And just, like, not even introducing myself, just kind of standing there and, like, watching the conversation or whatever they're doing. And then, you know, stand for, like, 30, 45 seconds and then walk over to the next table and rinse, repeat. Can I get a flat charisma check from you, too, to see how well people take this? Yeah. It's not creepy. 21. Dang. It's not creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I think you might actually get invited into a conversation at, like, at a bigger table. All right. I will gladly join said conversation. They just start chit-chatting about the town, 
Okay. So what is there to do in this town other than hunt for missing bards and look at big rocks? <laughs> they are impressive rocks. I don't want to... I'm, I'm not here to, to rock shame anybody. Oh, you could... There's the stonemasons next door. Talora works there. Does some pretty good work. Oh, she's had her eye working on the library for a while, but can't really get to the ruins. You've also got Beldard's Brewery across the river. There's a little marketplace. Library used to be a pretty big attraction, but now no one can get into it anymore thanks to the force field, which, I'll point out, you've seen no signs of a force field. I'm intrigued by this library and this force field. What, what, why, what happened? When, when did a force field become a thing? Why did a force field become a thing? Who's trying to keep people from going to the library? Books are good. People like books. Uh, I don't know. There's always strange research going on in the library. And if you want more information, I recommend Gobrin's home. It's across the river. Hard to miss. It's the one with the bright purple roof. Oh, okay. Bright purple roof sounds interesting. He was a bit of an adventurer, and I know he's been looking to try and find someone to go, go into the library to see if we can get someone to take down the force field, but we don't get a lot of adventuring folk around here. Hmm, interesting. Well, I will kind of sit back and just continue casually chit-chatting and at some point we have somebody over and order whatever the simple kind of normal regular drink is meat or ale or whatever they the standard yeah I think whoever you're chatting with buys you simple ale yeah. it's good stuff thank you very much stranger my character Basang is actually hanging around Lissandra because it's sort of like a like a social support animal <laughs> kind of needed for for Pasang. I'm, I'm your emotional support elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just uh, just sipping, well, not really sipping the whiskey, but just uh, drinking it like it's fucking water. Whiskey neat. So we're pro- we're probably uh, around the bar area mm-hmm. and just kind of pulled out the violin and picking around a bit and then just casually refilling your glass every time it's empty. Ah, that's so, that's so nice. (laughs) So, are you gonna, like, try and drink the whole bottle, or are you just, like... A half a bottle is a pretty standard, uh, you know, sip. Cool. Give me a con save. You've got a drunken monk on our hands. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing will go wrong there. Oh, 15. You're a little buzzed, but you're pretty sure you're fine. Hmm. You can handle this. You might want to slow down, though. Yeah, definitely slow down a bit, but also just kind of starts tapping his feet to the violin playing. Just very subtly tiny taps. Loosening up a bit. Yes. One of those things that it's just, when you've been around music, it's a habit, subconscious almost. I'd say as someone who did marching band for like 12 years and still does that. Oh yeah. Lissandra, as you're waiting to see 
which person in this bar is going to buy you a drink. Just give me a straight D20 roll. Just a D20. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That 20. Ooh. You're just plucking away at the instrument, keeping your monk pen friend nice and appropriately drunk. When an ember orc slides into the chair next to you. Picture like normal orc, but they have like this orange like orange skin. Typically live in the desert. Dressed very finely. And he slides in next to you and he says I hear you were asking about Rasha. May I buy you a drink and tell you a tale? Absolutely. I'm never one to turn down a new acquaintance. What kind of tale? I love a good story. It is a tale about our library, and perhaps at the end of it, you might feel up for a little adventure. My name is Gobrin. Pleasure to meet you, Gobrin. My name is Lysandra Eliana Nalaren Quintus Sway. You can call me Liz, or Andra, or Lysandra, or hey you with the hair. Quite an impressive introduction. Had a feeling you were of the bardic type. And that was probably what drew your interest in Russia. Hopefully you're interested in adventure. Oh. I'm sure you saw our library. Was that the, the, the building falling apart? Or was that... Sorry, I was distracted by rocks. Part of the building is falling apart, yes. Um, the rest of it is kept intact thanks to the force field. So this town was originally built to house the people who worked in the library. They did a lot of interesting, fascinating, and secretive work there. Working on all kinds of important projects of different natures when the apocalypse hit. No one knows if anyone who was inside survived, and most of the building was destroyed. The duke who founded the town in the library was elsewhere. No, a town without a duke functions much better if you ask me. Indeed it does. Apparently he didn't survive the calamity. Yes, no body, no proof. I'll believe he's dead when you find him dead. Sorry, did I say that out loud? Yup. Plasang is just but in, kind of nearby, just quietly listening and responds to you under, under his breath uh, before he takes another sip. Be the responsible ears. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you did. Not sure I can disagree, because this town has had weirdly good luck since after the apocalypse, and I believe it's because of something that was happening in the library. But the protection over the library, I believe, is starting to fail, so strange misfortunes have been happening. I mean, just recently, the bridge broke and someone fell through it into the river. And I mean, they're okay, but that bridge hasn't broken since before the apocalypse. Oh my, that would be a terrifying experience. Glad they seem to be okay. Experiments in our library. Intriguing. Yes, and I believe some of what they were studying had to do with what happened to Russia. How do you mean? 
What would studies in a library have to do with uh, one of the best bards to ever grace the living world? Because Lysandra is definitely a Rasha stan. Well, I guess I'm not too surprised that the word hasn't spread that far. We don't exactly get a lot of people coming through. It's a shame. It's a lovely little town. I'm quite enjoying it so far. All of, like, half an hour. Thank you. We are quite proud of it. <laughs> and you've been here, like, maybe half an hour. Call across the bar. The rocks are gray. <laughs> I, I, I'm an elf with a long life, but a short attention span. <laughs> I'll also say, Ileona, either you can hear this conversation or you're getting bits and pieces from the conversation you're currently a part of, so you will also know these things. I like to think I just only hear about the rocks. <laughs> that also works. Well, unfortunately, Rasha had a fan who had some unique ideas about how to make her immortal, a very powerful of questionable sanity sorceress who it is believed split parts of Russia's soul into three different instruments and then did the same to her own. And the people in the library were seeking to find a way to undo that when the apocalypse hit. I am unaware of how that has gone. Because we I have not been able to get in myself, nor has anyone else been able to. I think most people are a little skittish about it, but that's fair. Would it be offensive to play an instrument that houses part of someone's soul, or would that yes. be honorable? No. Well, but an instrument does not live so long as it's not played, and a soul you want you want to if you if you're shooting for immortality and you want your soul to live on forever, then you would want the instrument to be played, yes? I don't believe Rasha was necessarily a willing participant in this quest for immortality. No, 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 no. No bard wants to be an instrument. They live on in their music. Not, like, the instrument's just a tool for it. Like this. I could hit myself over the head with it. Actually, I could. It would hurt. Point being. Was there a point? I am very intrigued about this library, though. There are a couple of ways that you could perhaps get into the library if you're interested on a little adventure and helping this town before these mishaps start getting worse. Adventure? Adventure? <laughs> Indeed. Intrigue? To be remembered? Who knows what mysteries lie within the Library of Sorrows. There's a possibility you may be able to push through the force field. It's likely weakened enough. That would be the most straightforward way, but that could also be rather damaging to your persons. There is one spot where the collapsed portion of the library is close to the force field. I believe there's a weak spot hidden in the rubble. If you can find it, you might be able to get in that way with less damage and there's another possibility of an underground cavern it is filled with water which unfortunately growing up in the desert I'm not familiar with the ways of how to swim so I've not been able to explore that on my own but that is another way you could get into the library well 
I will have to confer with my compatriots to find a plan forward, but I don't know that you could keep us out of that library. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. It could be quite depending on what they were researching in there. Regardless, be sure. If we don't come back, remember and spread the name Lysandra Eliana and the Marin Quintus way. Please. Pulls out a piece of paper and starts writing it down. Yes, that's L I no 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 two S's. Two S Yeah, yeah. Hands you the pen and paper. I you sneaky little devil. I could have given you an autograph anyway. Would you like it personalized? Buzzung finishes his drink and uh, kind of slams the glass down a little too hard. He looks very pissed off all of a sudden. Says, uh, no one should be messing with human souls. And, and goes to find Iliona, yes, yeah. She goes to find Iliona uh, to gather for this, uh, this adventure. Imagine Iliona is currently in a very in-depth conversation about rocks with the stonemason. Oh, I'm talking, like, I am I have so many questions about this rock. Like, how old is the rock? What's the rock made of? Is there, like, has anybody, like, chipped away part of the rock and tried to make things with it? Does the rock have a name? Yeah, there's two rocks. Is it, like, a mommy rock and a, and a, and a daddy rock? Or, like, wood? We just call them the Black Cleft Rocks. It's not the most original name, but... There are a lot of theories about how they got there, because I don't know if you noticed, but like with the fissures around the ground, it looks like they were thrown there, but what could possibly throw something like that? And then when the earthquake happened, it went down into these hey, it's tunnels, time to go. and like, we sometimes have to go down there to check them out. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm learning about rocks. We, we have something important to do right now. Let's go. Okay, well, thank you for talking about the rocks with me. You should definitely think about naming them, though. I'll work on that. Come back tomorrow. We can continue this conversation. Absolutely. Basang's already leading uh, his way back to uh, uh, Lissandra. Trailing behind. Doesn't even look over, just pushes a full glass over towards you. Is, is that for me? Is that... Of course it is, Daddy. Oh, thank you. I think I've... I'm good for now. This... This sounds urgent. I... We should go. Sure. Let me just make sure that we... Uh, sorry, can we get our keys, please? Inga looks up. Oh, yes, sure. He, certainly here. Hands you the room keys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you much. Just, like, small handful of silver. You're a darling, Ingrid. I can't wait to see what it's like here. Gobrin? Is that you? Was that it? Gobrin? Yes, Gobrin. Wonderful meeting you. Thank you so much for your information. Uh, it appears we are very eager to go on this journey with you. Not, not, not figure, not, not literally with you, figuratively with you through this library. I'm going to go now, but I'll be sure when we play the tavern later to give you a special song if you'd like to put in a request. Thank you. Certainly, and um, come come by my house. It's the one with the bright purple roof when you're done. Bright purple roof. You've got great taste. Fantastic. Well, shall we go? Yes, and 
stomps away. What time of day is it? That's a good question. I'll say it's about lunchtime, which makes the drunk monk a little funnier, <laughs> but it's around lunchtime, middle of the day. Plenty of daylight. Well, I... I... <laughs> You have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm told there's something very important that we... I guess I caught the whole thing about the guy with the purple roof. I was going to tell you about the guy with the purple roof because he's supposed to know a whole bunch about the rocks and the library and stuff, but it sounds like you already got there. Yes, he does. He does. He will. We we are. I... Library. Magic. Experiments. Bards. Souls. Potentially being split into multiple instruments. I'm intrigued, I'm confused, I'm perplexed, I'm a little scared, and I'm quite interested and excited. Shall we go? Oh, and it's dangerous, by the way. Oh, well, hell yeah. And it's closer to the rocks. Yes, it's it's right by the rocks. We'll go back across the bridge to the rocks. Let's go. Do they have names? Nobody here has named them, and therefore I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to leave a good mark on this town by naming their rocks for them. (gasps) Oh, that's a very important thing. We'll have to sleep on it. Yes, we can't take this lightly. This conversation happens as you leave the tavern. I I imagine Pasag's just walking away from us. It's like, they'll get there eventually. (laughs) Yeah, definitely walking. Meanwhile, back in the tavern, unbeknownst to all of you, Garmin's like, well, that one went better than I thought it was. I thought I was going to have to, like, actually pay them. But I guess, I, I guess I'm just gonna go up on their own. Oh, that'll that'll come up later, I'm sure. Finishes the whiskey. Yeah, there's like a third of a bottle of whiskey left already paid for. It's his lucky day. Of course it's lucky. I'm here. 